Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I mean, Peyton had a hot hand. He, he was making the plays and he's had to, he, he did a better job in the blitz pickup. Rojo missed a blitz pickup and that's it. You know, you don't get to play no more. Simple. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. This is episode 45. Once again, I'm John June. I got my guy, Greg Penniman. It's week 14. Fantasy playoffs. We're ready to roll. Greg, what is good, man? Yeah, man, let's go. What's good? What's going on? It's week 14. It's playoff time. First round is always the toughest round, I think, in my opinion. Once you get through the semifinals, it's really uh, all you can do. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's time, yo. Let's, let's get right to it. Yeah, man, it's fantasy playoff week. I'm just so excited, man. Uh, you know, like you say, this is, you know, this is the – you know, seems like the most important round. Um, you know, especially if you don't have that buy, this is real important. Um, you know, you gotta try to get try to get that win, however you can get it. But you know, the nerves the nerves kick in a little bit. But you know what they say, man. If you ain't nervous, you don't care about it enough. And you it's know, fact. fantasy football diagnostics, we definitely care, man. So, um, and it, because we care, we're going to bring that news and deliver it that injury news. So. Let's start over in Minnesota, man. What's going on over there? Because uh, we got a pass catcher and a running back that fantasy owners are concerned about headed to the first round one of the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, no, these are definitely two players that are a lot on a lot of playoff teams. Uh, starting with you know Adam Thielen uh, with his injury, you know he he didn't practice today. It was a walkthrough, but he didn't participate. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. He was close last week, but uh, they didn't rush him back. Um, he, so he's going to be a game top higher close again this week. Um, and it's going to be a question to whether if he is available, do you um, start him? Do you take that chance? Um, and then with Dalvin Cook, uh, a guy that's on a lot of fantasy playoff teams, he was limited in the walkthrough um, dealing with that shoulder. Um, he said he, he in the pro- post game that he felt like he will be ready for Sunday. Uh, he, sa- he seemed confident, so I, I believe him. Um, I think he should will be there Sunday. Um, uh, dealing is more of a question to me, though. I don't know if I'll be able to pull the trigger if he's able to go. Yeah, Thielen's risky, um, cause especially because he's been out for so long, and he came back and re-aggravated it, and then it seemed like he was supposed to come back, and then, you know, last minute this week on Monday night, he, he suddenly wasn't able to go, um, so his situation is tough, but... The only thing is um, the matchup is really good, though. The matchup is good against Detroit at home, um, you know... I think it'd be one of those things that on a on a case by case basis, you'd kind of just have to see, uh, you know, where if you had better options, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would, I would, I, I mean, I wouldn't go as far as to play like a Michael Gallup or an Anthony Miller over Adam Thielen in this game. I mean, would you do that, for instance, like one of these guys, Michael Gallup going against, obviously, uh, Chicago or Anthony Miller going up against. Um, Dallas, you know, I'm playing on Thursday night. Would you pivot to one of these guys over 
um, you know, over an Adam Thielen, or you gonna, or would you wait? Um, I probably Anthony Miller's uh, pretty intriguing, especially Taylor Gabriel is also out again. Um, so I do like Anthony Miller a lot more when Taylor Gabriel's out. Um, so I, it, it is it is a risk, but uh, because it's Thursday night too, um, things could go wrong. So, yeah, but uh, I, I think I I would take the trigger on um on Anthony Miller and and Michael Gallup. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think that's where I disagree because I, I I think Adam Thielen, you know, he's just such a good a good player, obviously in 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 real life, but so useful in fantasy. That yeah, I just feel I like they could that, be putting him on a, like a snap count, maybe. And that's a, and that that also is true, but um, yeah, I mean, I think it really depends to what the options are on your team. Like, if Adam Thielen's your only shot to win, then you got to plug him in, you know. Uh, you know, if, if if you need that upside, you're projected to lose by 20, right? And you, you know, and you know, you're gonna put Adam Thielen in because at the, you know, he probably gives you your best shot. But, um, you know, if if I've got a safe a safe matchup round one, not saying that any matchup is particularly safe, but let's say you're the one seed or you're the favorite, you're expected to win, um, and win handedly. You know, maybe you don't have to take that risk. Maybe you can, you know, go with a safer player. I think. It just really depends on the team and on your team and who you have available to you. Um, I mean, I th- I think I would rather lean James Washington over Adam Thielen maybe just because the upside and the, the upside of the matchup there is good. How do you feel about that? Uh, James Watson, I do like. I probably put uh, Anthony Miller a little more over James Washington. Just maybe a better situation as far as target number. I think he would get. Um, yeah, that's and, the thing with James Washington that is concerning is that you're hoping whatever he does, he gets it done on the four to seven targets that he's going to get because he's right. It won't be much more than that. Yeah. Anthony Miller led the the the, the Bears in targets. Um, yeah, he's had a twelve target game. He's had uh, a thirteen target game actually. So he 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 can definitely. I, I would take the opportunity for sure. Okay, and then um, what about? What about uh, Alexander Madison? Or would you be willing to play him or even flex him this week? Uh, if Dalvin Cook is playing uh, and he's out there, I, I think I wouldn't go ahead and start. I, I'm not sure if I would play I don't, I, Madison. Yeah, I don't think I would do that. So here's my my thing, right? I think mm-hmm. that you could play Madison this week. You know, because you know, uh, I, there was a question a friend of mine asked me: Would I rather, you know? Who would I rather pick up between Moster and and um, it was it was Moster and jeez the other name is drawing a blank oh Moster and Darwin Thompson mm-hmm. and I was not I'm not really in love with either of those guys situations right because Moster's obviously we've seen what he's done but his situation is muddied because you know yeah, he's Matt got Breed is Tevin, back. Matt Breed is back Tevin Coleman's obviously in the fold already right. Um, they the matchup's not great because they're going up against New Orleans, so there's a lot of things going up against Mostert. Whereas if you and then Darwin Thompson, obviously, you know we know what the situation is there. The Chiefs running backs they've been hard to predict. Um, Damian Williams might come back. Spencer Ware was just uh, signed, so it really muddies up that situation as well. Um, Alexander Madison, his situation's easy to predict. Right, we know the Vikings are predicted to win by double digits. I think they're thirteen and a half point favorites at home against the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions have a bad defense all around, pass game, run game. 
we also we we also know the magic number on Madison, right? The Vikings win if they win by by at least a touchdown or more. Uh, Madison's in play for seven touches. Uh, we see what he's able to do with those seven touches, um, and then you know Dalvin Cook is banged up, right? So you know what's what makes sense for the Vikings if they're if they're beating the Lions pretty handedly, are they going to continue to run Dalvin Cook out there with his you know? you know, hurt chest or shoulder or whatever the injury seems to be. I mean, I doubt it. Um, So, and then you also, you also have that built in upside of, Hey, you know what? If cook gets, you know, he gets hurt. He, he re aggravates this injury. Now you've got Alexander Madison in in with a full workload. So I don't, I I think your ups, your upside, your floor is 50% of the touches in a really good matchup against Detroit or, you know, potentially even significantly more than that. So, yeah, that's some good point. Um, definitely like, you know, backup running backs in games that are blowouts for sure. So uh, that, that's a good point. Yeah, so um, I guess let's jump to the to the next bit of news. Uh, so what's going on in New York, man? It seems like some some people, some key people are coming back in and uh, one that we none of us really expected. So what's going on there? Yeah, some surprise news today. Uh, you know, Pat Shermer talking about Daniel Jones. Uh, saying you know he's he's in a boot, uh, similar injury to what Saquon suffered, which was uh, the high ankle sprain. Um, uh, so that's definitely a, a little serious injury, especially for Bob Daniel Jones is the athlete, but you know he's definitely not the athlete Saquon is. So I'm sure it could be you know something maybe concerning. Uh, so I'm not sure if he's going to be playing Monday, and that means my man Eli, you can't spell oh, elite without Eli. He's back. <laughs> he's well rested. <laughs> He's here. He's ready to go. I've never seen so many people excited for Eli to be back <laughs> just for one game just to see, you know, if he still got it a little bit. So uh, he, I think he's going to be out there Monday against the Eagles. Uh, also, Evan Ingram, he's expected to be back, which would be huge for, you know, fantasy owners, Evan Ingram owners in general. Um, so, yeah, I think he, he'd be back against the Eagles as well. Yeah, this is going to be interesting to see, especially, um, you know, I'm sure Eagles fans probably – aren't as happy to see Eli because, you know, maybe he uh, he might bring them some, some bad memories or, or things like that. But, uh, you know, they are the Dolphins already put a dent in the, the Eagles' playoff chances. I think the last thing that they would need right now is Eli doing the oh, same. Oh, man, so. that would be just <laughs> so amazing. I would come into work so happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so what what's going on with, with T.Y. Hilton, man? What's going on there? Yeah, he's um, you know, been saying he's been trying to give it a go, working as hard as he can, but uh I'm not sure if, you know, there's rumors that he won't be unlikely to return maybe this season or yeah, at least in the regular season. Um he he's, you know, been week to week for a while now. He tried to give it a go a couple of weeks ago. Um they put him on a snap count. Um he didn't wasn't that effective uh, as you saw. He got, you know, a couple drops in that game could have uh led to that uh the calf injury, so um yeah it's a possibility he could be put on ir um definitely not and see the the season again which would be tougher fantasy owners for sure um and it's possible he could be a snip snip candidate oh i would snip snip this dude bro yeah it's playoff time man it's playoff time i need wins um i mean if i don't have an ir spot i don't know man it'd be really tough to keep him um yeah, I mean, yeah. I was looking at my roster today, and I saw him, and I wanted to drop him, man, because it's just, it's just, it's it's almost you know haphazard just keeping him on the roster, you know, like, right? 
it's yeah. So I, I mean, me personally, I would snip snip them. Um, but what say you, Greg? I I think so only because like if if they you know he's probably not gonna play this week, and if he does play next week, I just feel like he's not gonna be. Uh, you know, they're gonna just hold him back a little bit and not gonna put him out there for a lot of snaps too. Gonna ease him back in. But Colts do need to win games though. They need to win the division. So um I know TY is trying to he's trying his best to come back, but I don't know if they're gonna force him back. Yeah, that's the thing is I mean, we already saw him try to come back after, you know, extended period of time out. Um and, and he was on a pitch count then Word. and he Reaggravated the injury in that moment, um, and it's just—I mean, it's tough because, you know, let's say you know we're talking about we're talking about the season, right? We're like, can he even come back for the rest of the season, right? Like, yeah, you know, we're not even talking yeah. about this week, right? <laughs> and this, yep, this is—you you guys need the wins, and I know there's people out there that you might want to pick up, so. Yeah, I mean, so I would, I would, I would totally drop him because, I mean, like, 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 let's be completely honest, right? If he comes back in week fifteen, can you start him with any confidence against New Orleans? Like, are you gonna say T.Y. Hilton's first game back? I'm gonna start him. Yep, Marshawn Lattimore. Here you go. Yeah, like, are you gonna feel any confidence starting him? I, I, no, I don't, I don't think so. Um, just. It's yeah, it's tough. Like he wasn't, he hasn't been good since week seven, you know, or hurt. Um, yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's it is real tough. I mean, um, so I, it's just when I just don't see how he helps you for the rest of the, the fantasy playoffs. I just yeah. I don't see how that happens. And if he if he can't help you, that means that he shouldn't be on your roster. Yeah. Yeah, you could, I don't know, send him a get well soon card after you win a chip or something. But, um, yeah, I'm not going to continue to hold him on my roster. Um, what about on Johnson? He just seems like he returned to practice today to do some, some limited work. Is he somebody that uh, owners should be looking to add since he's eligible to play week 16, it looks like? Uh, week 16, I think if you're maybe – a one or a two seed with a buy. That's the only teams that should be looking at carry on right now. Um, they played Denver in week 16, which is not a favorable matchup. Uh, I don't, you know, Denver, you know, Detroit's not going to be a playoff team. So I don't see how, why they would like, you know, ru- uh, not rush them back, but, you know, go crazy and feeding the ball 25 times in the you know last couple games. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know if I would take him at him. There's only like two instances in which I would add Carry On Johnson this year in 2019. Instance number one is if I was in a keeper league. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, if I was in a keeper league, he got dropped. Um, I could add him and you know keep him at whatever the draft price would be for the for the next year. Then that's fine. That's uh, scenario number two is if I play uh, in a, in a week 17 playoff league. Because he comes back week 16, mm. I can pick him up, I can mm-hmm. add him, I could see what his usage is like or what he looks like in week 16, and then in week 17, I can I can roll him out there if need be. Um, I don't even know who they play week 17. Oh, man, I'm 
So happy you just mentioned that. I'm going into my ESPN 16 team league right now. <laughs> <Let's> see, <laughs> Carryon Johnson's a free agent. Oh, they play Green Bay week 17, so obviously that's a good matchup. So if he comes back week 16, you find out that you know he's yeah he's he's healthy, he's good. Then week 17, you can roll him out there in a good matchup against Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, and definitely for Green Bay, he's he's in a good matchup. Um, yeah, Denver is tough for me, but yeah, the, that, those two cases makes a lot of sense. All right, man. So it looks like we got some trust to the trasher today. Just just one. So we're going to keep it short and sweet and simple. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game, um, obviously fantasy owners were very upset. Owners of Ronald Jones were very upset because he was a highly recommended play. Um, not just here, but um, a lot of places. Anywhere you looked in DFS, Ronald Jones was... A really good play. Um, unfortunately, for Ronald Jones and all the people that played him, he didn't get much action, and Peyton Barber got two rushing touchdowns. And after the game, Bruce Arians was asked why Ronald Jones didn't see any time, and you know, he his response was, "Well, Ronald Jones missed a blitz pickup. You miss a blitz pickup, you don't get to play no more." Um, <laughs> <laughs> So after this, uh, Ronald Jones, uh, Bruce Arians comes out and says Ronald Jones is is still the starter. So Greg, I have to ask you, do you trust this or trash it that Ronald Jones is still the Tampa Bay Buccaneers starter? Um, I trash this. Yeah, I, I don't. I think that he's he's gonna be maybe uh, cons- considering the starter. I don't know. If th- I think this is gonna be like a split carries number. Uh. He'll start the game in the first snap. That's what I mean. I can trust that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna be like get started. You know, clear starter numbers over Peyton Barber. Yeah, brother, I'm with you on this one, man. Um, I, I was, I, you know, I, I like to be facetious a little bit with these with these trusted trash hits. Um, mm-hmm. So I was gonna say what you said and say I trust that he'll start the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I trash that he'll bring you starter like production. Right. With his with his start, but um, you know, I'm for this fantasy playoffs. I want to stay as far away from this Tampa Bay backfield as I can, yes. unless stay I, away from Tampa Bay and San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, unless I completely have to, I got no choice, um, no choice. Um, but yeah, so yeah. that's something to add. Um, but wait, so one more news segment. Let's just talk about it now because it's something that we'll have to discuss uh marlon mack practice today he did he re- he returned to practice today so that's pretty important um for marlon mack owners so um i guess in a you know a matchup against tampa bay if you're in the fantasy playoffs are you gonna play marlon mack i think if marlon mack's playing i i think so tampa bay i mean yeah the colts really need the win and based off volume you're gonna get at least you're gonna get at least 15 carries, and I think I would take that from Marlon Mack. Yeah, I mean the matchup's tough going against Tampa Bay, um, who give up the second least most the second least fancy points to the running back position. Mm-hmm. But actually, in the last three weeks, they've actually um, they they rank middle of the pack, so they've they've been 
they've given it up a little bit in that area and actually did see in the trending stats that they've they rank actually 31st in the last three weeks according to sharpfootballstats.com in terms of run defense efficiency so um not really sure if that was matchup based i mean they played jacksonville atlanta new orleans um so you know i'm not really sure what the what the deal was there we could dig into that later as we you know obviously cover the matchups later in the week but um you know, Marlon Mack against Tampa Bay, uh, you know, like you said, if he's going to get the volume, then I think you kind of have to play him. Um, yeah. I think that – I know I own Marlon Mack in the League of Extraordinary People. Um, I'm I'm actually not going to play him this week. Um, I was planning on not playing him um, just because if I can afford to wait the week, I will. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in the League of Extraordinary People, I do have some other options. So I'm I'm gonna go there, um, and the only reason I say I, w- I would wait the week is because you always run the risk of re-injury. Um, you know, you could always run the risk of hey, like you know, load management. Um, the one thing I will say is I do love. You know, it was terrible for Jonathan Williams owners what happened last game, but if you're a Marlon Mack owner and that didn't have Jonathan Williams, you are ecstatic with what happened because that means that. Neither Jonathan Williams, nor Jordan Wilkins, nor Naheem Hines did anything in yeah. Marlon Mack's absence to hold this backfield to themselves. Word. So, or even make it a timeshare. So, I think Marlon Mack is going to come back, you know, assuming his role, assuming that he's healthy. So. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah, those three didn't do really anything. Colts, you know, really need the wins, like I was saying before. Uh, they yeah, Marlon Mack is back, fifteen to twenty carries. Um, and at the very least, he's, I think he's a flex play at the very least. Yeah, I mean, and the, I mean the I mean the matchup's not much better next week against New Orleans. So yeah, I mean you know what Marlon Mack's been doing for you all year. It hasn't really mattered, uh, with if the matchup was good or not. But he's been because he's been doing it. But, um, yeah, man, Marlon. Uh, I I agree with you. I just I know I know I'm I'm not gonna take that leap if I don't have to. Um, just because you know, I'm I'm trying to I've been I'm trying to be more like you, Greg. Be a little risk averse, you know. Word word word. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's jump into this Thursday night matchup, man. So, uh, we've got the six and six Chicago or six and six Dallas Cowboys traveling to Chicago to take on the six and six Chicago Bears. FanDuel Sportsbook has this as a 43-point over-under with the spread that's uh, going to the Cowboys' favor, minus three, so Cowboys' favor by three points. So, Greg, what do you got in this matchup? Um, This game, I got the Bears winning the game. I got the Bears covering the spread, obviously, and uh, I'm going to take the under in this game. By the way, you know, if you're risk-averse, though, it leaves you out the playoffs, though. I'm just saying, just letting you know. It's a a fair warning. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to... I'm gonna do yeah. Bears to win, Bears to cover under. Um, in this game, it, it, it's it's kind of tough to call, um, just because you know both teams, uh, you know Bears they come off a win, but uh, both teams are underachieving this year as far as you know what what they came into the year thinking that they could do. Uh, I don't really respect the Cowboys as much. Uh, I don't think they're that that good. Is why I had the Bills winning on Thanksgiving. So uh, I think the Bears defense edges it out. Um, at home, get some scores, maybe a defensive, you know, some turnovers, and uh, you know I think 
Mitch does enough to win the game. Uh, yeah, I'm go- I agree with you on this game. I'm taking the under. I'm taking the Bears to win. I'm taking the Bears to cover the spread. Uh, I just... I, to me, like this game is so tough to pick because these two, like these two defenses, are so evenly matched. Um, I think the 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 Bears do get a boost because they could be getting a Keem Hicks back, which would be huge for uh, their run defense. Which you know we were targeting at the beginning of the year, but they've actually been a lot better. Um, you know they now rank 13 on this season, but they ranked nine in the last three weeks. So they've gotten a lot better, especially the last few weeks. Um, so I think that's going to make it tougher for Zeke. And then you add them mm-hmm. potentially getting Akeem Hicks back to the equation. I mm-hmm. think that makes for um, you know for an opportunity for the defenses to for the defense to struggle or the the Cowboys to struggle against this defense. So um, you know I do like. The Dallas big three, uh, you know, Dak, Amari Cooper, Zeke. I don't see any reason to bench to bench any one of those guys. Um, I think the questions then come up with the secondary options, like mainly Michael Gallup, Randall Cobb. But I don't see this. You know, you and I both picked the under in this game, so don't see a lot of points. Um, you know, both these defense, you know, these past defenses, you know, are pretty good. So, um, you know, I don't really want to trust the auxiliary pieces as much. Um, but on the on the bear side, you know David Montgomery, Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller. I like all three of those guys. Um, Tariq Cohen is still used in terms of the passing game, um, but he's kind of hit or miss in terms of a flex play. Yeah, those secondary guys, I definitely trust. You know Anthony Miller a lot. Um, that's you talk about the, the target number. I really like that there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he was in, he's been in the thirty percent target share number the yeah, last that's, two. Yeah, that's weeks, crazy. I think. That's really good. Um, so from where yeah, he started. I do, yeah, I do. I do. Well, no, I, this this is all during that span. During this last two or three week span, he's Word. in the thirty percent. So I do really like Anthony Miller. Um, the matchup isn't necessarily great on paper, right. but um, you know the, that target number. You have to just you have to love that. So and and Leighton Van Der Esch, Again, he's, he's out not, again. He's yep. he's not it. He's out again. So that hurts them in coverage and in in that area of the field that Anthony Miller is going to be working. So yeah, that definitely maybe uh, that could help Tariq Cohen a little bit too as well. I, um, I just thought about that as well. So yeah, that could help yeah. Tariq Cohen. Yep, matching up against too, the linebackers. So. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah. I mean, I I think. I mean, we both we both say we're playing Dak, right? Like, you know, we're not yeah, playing Dak. We're not gonna shy away from that. I know that, you know, people might have some questions about playing Dak, but you know, if you look at what he's done all year, he's, you know, three times he's finished outside the outside the top twelve. Uh, that was QB twenty four against New Orleans, which obviously we we know what that New Orleans defense has been all year. Mm-hmm. Um, thirteen uh, uh, he finishes QB thirteen against the Jets, and then. Um, but we, you know, we'd all take QB thirteen and then finish as QB twenty four against New England. So um, I don't think this Bears matchup is is that scary um, in terms of, in terms of like you know compared to New England. Yeah, David so, Blau was able to be effective. Yeah, this Bears defense. So yeah, I'm not worried. Um, the only concern I have is is that this game is you know in Chicago. Right. Um, you know, the, I think the weather is supposed to be okay, but it will be cold. So that means Amari Cooper gets a downgrade, right? Yeah. <laughs> is that, I feel like there is some stat on his weather performances. 
Um, oh, there has to be. Yeah, if it, if he uh, if he's like not as good. Um, well, at the I very mean, we least, already you know. know his home road splits are terrible. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if it's not in the dome, it's not nice. So uh, I could correlate to to that a little bit. But uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's not raining like you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> or snowing. Or snowing. Nah, no, any, no precipitation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but Amari Cooper, you obviously have to play him. Yeah, know, just the, sure. the target number, too. He, he, he's going to – I feel like since that New England game, they want to try to force feed it to him no matter what. Um, especially, you know, it's crazy how they didn't give it to Zeke on Thanksgiving. I think he gets a lot of carries as well. Yeah. No, for that's that's for sure. Um, all right, so I, I mean, I think that's all we have on on this matchup. I mean, what's who's your gonna be your uh, who's gonna uh, be your, uh, M- your, your MVP? top performer, your MVP from this Thursday well, night game, man? Uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Anthony Miller. You know, I no, think I knew you would. Man. Yeah, I, I like <laughs> I like him. I like the momentum he's bringing into this game. Um, yeah, no Taylor Gabriel again. Um, I think he you think he gets in the end zone uh and uh gets, you know, over seventy yards. All right, man. Um that's that's your bold prediction too. Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just I don't have any I really don't have anything for this game. <laughs> I really tough. got nothing. It, yeah. This, it really this game this I just don't feel like it's gonna be exciting. Like right. we already picked Mitch Trubisky to to be the winning quarterback in this game. So it just tells you <laughs> it just tells you everything that's gonna that's gonna happen in this game right there. It's gonna be minimal point score, defensive struggle. Yeah, no, I'm not excited uh, definitely for this game. Not no. excited about it. Um I'm I'm glad that I don't have a ton of stock coming out of it. Um I mean David Montgomery, are you starting him with any confidence? Any uh, any semblance of confidence because that's something that people probably want to know. I know I said I like him. Yeah. I like true. him because the, the touch number is there. It's it's been there the last I, few weeks. And he's he, getting he he played well. Yeah, the touch number. Yeah, uh, he's got at least fourteen carry, thirteen carries since uh, the New Orleans game. So yeah, you got you got to take that. Um, they're home. I, you know, if they get in the red zone, I think he can he can get in. So yeah, I mean, you and I both have the Bears winning this game, which is favorable game script for him, especially if it's close. That's favorable game script for him. Uh, like you said, you alluded to that 14 touch number, um, so yeah, I th- I think you kind of have to. I mean, I'm not, I'll be honest, I'm not excited to play him. Right, I'm not excited to play David because he could bust. He's a, he's totally a bus bus guy. No, I mean, like we talked about, right? Like, why was the Detroit game good? He got in the end zone. Right, right. Like, if he gets you the 16 carries for 87 yards, 87 total yards, on two catches. You know you're not going to necessarily be happy with that. You know it's less than ten points in a half point PPR league. Right. Right. But because he gets you the touchdown, you you walk out of that game with sixteen fantasy points, and you're like, okay. You know fifteen. You know fifteen point seven fantasy points. You're like, okay, that sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, I I think that obviously it's going to be dependent on the touchdown. Um, you know, but once you get that touchdown from David Montgomery, I think you could rest easy. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to have a decent performance. Yeah. I'm I'm going to start him in, I'm in a 16 team league. So it's kind of, I'm going to have to start him, but I think in a, a 12 team, you can still pull the trigger on him at the flex. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I, th- I definitely think that you could pull the trigger on him as a flex. Um, you know, I j- obviously, like I've been saying, it's it's you're you're gonna be uneasy about it. You might like have yeah, an anxiety attack. <laughs> you might not want to watch the game. Yeah, yeah. Like especially Thursday nights, man. You just oh, facts. You like you you're so, okay. Would you rather play David Montgomery or Alexander Madison? Dave Montgomery. Yeah, I would rather play Dave Montgomery. Uh, Dave yeah. Montgomery or James White? Uh, I think we'll go James White. David Montgomery or Sonny Michelle? Dave Montgomery. They're ranked back to back, by the way. Sonny Michelle against Kansas City. That's true. It is true. <laughs> uh, Josh Jacobs didn't run very well against them last week on the ground. Um, uh huh. Uh, I think, yeah, I think I would still take Dave Montgomery. Yeah, I'm going to still go Dave David Montgomery. Montgomery or Austin Eckler? Oh, Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. David Montgomery or Darius Geis against Green Bay? Darius Geis. David Montgomery. Well, Darius Geis is an interesting case for me because I understand the hype with Darius Geis, but we have to remember he got this less carries than Adrian Peterson and played less snaps than both Adrian Peterson and Chris Thompson. Hmm. So, that's just something to think about when, bef- like, as we get to you know Sunday and we start putting Darius guys in our lineups. But Dave Montgomery or Kareem Hunt? Kareem Hunt. I already feel like I know the answer to this next one, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. David Montgomery or Benny Snow? Uh, it depends. If James Connor is not playing, James Connor was Mike Tomlin said James Connor is questionable, but he's probably it, yeah. not gonna play. If he's not playing, Benny Snail. Oh, Benny yeah. Snail. All right. Yeah. Okay, man. They're so, the same basically. Play, Benny Snail and uh, Dave Montgomery to touchdown dependent, like RB2s. Yes. That is very much. That is. You know what? That is so true. Um, But Benny Snell does have the better matchup going up, going up against yeah. Arizona. Um, But, yeah, that's so true because they are, they are essentially the same player. And, you know, Benny Snell gets so much love. And it has so much to do with with cost association, right? Right, like that's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, it's exactly right. Word, <laughs> you're like Benny Snell waiver pickup, yo. Like, let's go. Like, he's doing this for me. <laughs> David Montgomery, <laughs> like fourth round pick. You're like, oh, what is going on? Like, this is not it. Third, if you're John. <laughs> Thirty. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. That's crazy. All right, that's man. Crazy. That's yep. <laughs> so that's it, right? That's all we got. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, nice and short and sweet. And um, mm-hmm. hopefully you guys are killing this Thursday night game. And we come in and you guys are ready to listen to us on Saturday with, like, all the great uh, takes that we're going to have because all of our advice from Thursday was spot on. So. Oh, yeah. And then last week, too. Oh, my gosh. Just check that. Yeah. Check that uh, starts of the week again, man. It was, it was fire. Yeah. Just go back, hit play, and then just go back. Go look at your lineups and check out your leagues and see, like, oh, man, they were right. Because we were. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. I appreciate you guys for listening. Please, if you could take the time to leave us a rate and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a follow on Spotify. Uh, go ahead and continue listening to us on Stitcher and Google Play. Leave us a review there as well. And as always, thanks for listening. And we are out. We are